Welcome back to Venture Pill Pilgrims. On this week's dose, we have another triumphant trio of startups to cover. Yeah, first you will hear about Source Table, the company totally reimagining the spreadsheet. Hot off the announcement of their $3 million in seed funding, led by Michael Barreltzheimer, and a previously unannounced $1.25 million pre-seed round. Then we'll break down Symbi Robotics, which just raised a $28 million Series B led by Eclipse. This company has built the world's first autonomous shelf-scanning retail robot. Pretty cool stuff. Lastly, you'll hear about Bobby, an organic infant formula company that just raised a $70 million Series C led by PowerPlan Partners. The company also acquired Nature's One, a trusted pediatric nutrition company. And just like that, we are back at it with the Pilgrim's favorite, the coveted, fun, in-person, traditional <laughs> toast. We're going to have some fun today. Let's, let's do this. Here we go. This is Venture Pill, your weekly dose of startups and venture capital. We break down recent startups in the news and interview founders and investors to help you stay informed in the evolving world of venture. Okay, our first company of this week's dose is Sourcetable, which just raised $3 million in seed funding and made public a previously unannounced $1.25 million pre-seed round as well. The seed round was led by Michael Barreltzheimer of B Partners and joined by Nextview Ventures and Long Journey Ventures. And so Sourcetable is totally reimagining the spreadsheet something that we are all familiar with to varying degrees. So whether you're an absolute freak in the sheets, <laughs> just going at it all day long, or you use them for personal finances or just intermittently for you know one-off projects here or there, everyone's familiar with the spreadsheet. Yeah, yeah, but the spreadsheet has really seen little innovation since it became widely used in the late 20th century. <laughs> That's crazy. Way back when. Sorry <laughs> if, uh, to all the older pilgrims out there made you feel a little bit older than, than you are, but... Just had to put it that way to put it into context. It just not much innovation from the spreadsheet in, in that amount of time. Many companies came out with spreadsheets in the 80s and 90s. And then, of course, Microsoft came out with Excel, which became the by far the leader. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, maybe in the 2000s, early 2010s, Google came out with Google Sheets, a much more collaborative version of a spreadsheet, which was really the main innovation that happened in the spreadsheet industry in all those years. Right. Not much else besides that. And according to the founder, Owen McMillan, the trillion dollar incumbents have abdicated their responsibility as innovators and failed to carry the torch. Pretty strong words. Big call out. <laughs> and also, whenever I see incumbents, I'm thinking down with big XYZ. Down with big spreadsheet. Down with big spreadsheet is, <laughs> is today's story. Uh, so enter Source Table, bringing down big spreadsheet. It is a modern day spreadsheet designed and built entirely from the ground up. Yeah, so a little more on what it can do, and this is directly according to McMillan, the founder. He said it includes the ability to easily make charts, graphs, pivots. You also have real-time document collaboration, data syncing to over 100 business applications. I think that's the biggest, mm-hmm. the biggest component there. 
data warehousing, uh, SQL GUI, and SQL editor for querying large data sets, as well as publishing features, plus all the spreadsheet formulas, shortcuts, and cell-based notation that people have come to expect from traditional spreadsheets. Yeah, sounds like an incredibly comprehensive and powerful resource that Macmillan has built here. And so who are their ideal customers? So first, there's sales, marketing, and finance teams, likely from startups that are yeah. maybe looking to cut costs on Microsoft Excel. Right? We've covered how when you're starting a startup, you are looking to, I mean, it makes sense when you're starting a startup, you're trying to cut costs as best you can. Uh, additionally, some of the ideal customers include analysts as well as just founders of startup companies. And now, as I mentioned about cutting costs, let's get into the pricing. So to start, there's a $50 a month starter package, which includes five seats. And then there's also a $250 a month pro package, which also includes five seats. And I imagine has all of those features that you laid out above. Mm -hmm. So the company will use this funding to continue to build out their lean team, officially launching after their private beta later this year. And they'll also use it to continue to innovate and iterate on existing features to better serve their customer base. Yeah, I think there's a wait list here and... It's interesting, you know, how they're going to carve out their space within this market. Excel, yes, expensive. Google Sheets, you know, pretty much free right. unless you're using it on a large scale with lots and lots of data. I think it's this larger scale, big amounts of data that they're trying to enter into to really allow these teams to analyze the data, visualize it and work with it all much more easily than the existing options. So I think I think they've got a big vision here, right? Taking mm -hmm. down big spreadsheet, but it'll be really cool to see how they carve this out in, in their little space in this market dominated by the big players. Right, and like we highlighted, spreadsheets are so commonplace throughout business and even outside of business, just in the scope of professional careers. Uh, and we said it before, we'll say it again, no industry is safe. No. So <laughs> big spreadsheet, you are next. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're coming for you, and we're excited to see what SourceTable has in store here. Next, we're going to talk about Symbi Robotics, which just raised a $28 million Series B led by Eclipse. So Symbi has built the world's first autonomous shelf-scanning retail robot and the industry's most comprehensive business intelligence solution to go right alongside it. Okay, cool. We have covered companies in the past that are using automation in some capacity to improve the retail experience, but none quite like this. Seems like a really great solution. Right, and just to double down on the problem first, as estimated by Lior Susan, who's a founding partner over at Eclipse, and this is according to the blog post that we'll link in the show notes, for retailers, mismanaged inventory is a $2 trillion problem, and it's clear that the industry needs better tools that allows retailers to understand how their stores are operating in real time in order to enhance the in-store experience for all. And so then enter in Symbi Robotics' solution, which they've named Tally, which is a fully autonomous robot that roams the aisles, scanning inventory and keeping store associates well aware of what needs restocking and when, in a far more efficient manner than traditional human-centered monitoring. Yeah, a really cool robot. Tally seamlessly integrates into store environments, can be set up, I believe, within a matter of hours. And the company most recently adapted their technology to work in larger wholesale-style store layouts. Uh, it can usually scan the whole store three times a day and doesn't need attending to. It always knows how to get back home, so to speak, mm -hmm. and, and stay up and running and ready to go. 
It's just another team member, another associate there on the grocery floor. Exactly. You're, you're never too far from home. I'm envisioning like a Roomba robot yeah. roaming through Costco, but I imagine it's got to be a little more efficient than that, being how big Costco is and how small a Roomba is. Yeah. But nonetheless, excited to start seeing these robots in wholesale retailers. And so to highlight some of the traction that Symbi Robotics has been experiencing, following their 2019 Series A, the company has now grown their ARR by 10x and contracted ARR by a whopping, remarkable 22x. Whew. And so a little more traction that we have to highlight here, Symbi has serviced 12 of the top 250 global retailers in the Americas, Europe, and the Middle East. Big names like BJ's Wholesale, Schnuck Markets, Spartan Nash, Wakefern, Carryfor, and more. Candidly, I don't know. I, they lost me after BJ's Wholesale, <laughs> but I'll trust that those are some of the top 250 global retailers, which compromise a lot of money. We'll have our intern uh, double check that yeah, uh, in the you database. Take a note? Yeah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and they've processed over 12 billion shelf photos. Crazy analyzed over 5 billion products for on-shelf availability and price accuracy, and completed over 1.7 million hours of fully autonomous data capture operations alongside store associates and customers. Just, again, part of, part of the environment. It's going, to become, you know, it's going to become something that we're used to seeing in a store, right? Kind of like self-checkout became a thing. I'm sure that was... Uh, you know, surprising for many and hard to get used to, but we're going to start to see these robots rolling around <laughs> just scanning the inventory. It's going to be totally fine. You wait for it to go by, you, you grab your box of cereal, and you're off. Yeah, give it a high five on the yeah. way out. <laughs> no, I mean, you just highlighted it there. Obviously, whenever we discuss robots being integrated into everyday commonplace occurrences, there's obviously some friction, a little bit of a natural barrier, I'd say. But if the flip side of dealing with a robot rolling around the aisles is that everything is in stock more efficiently, you're not worried about anything selling out, uh, I think it's a trade-off that most shoppers would be willing to take. I think so, and that's what it comes down to is making the shopper experience the best for the customers. And it's also making the associates' lives easier. Mm -hmm. They're probably less stressed out. They can spend their time in the right areas and be efficient with their day. And ultimately, that's going to lead to more better profits for the stores. It's really a win-win-win all around. So love love, love what Symbi Robotics is doing here with their with their tally robots. Mm -hmm. I hope to see you on soon here in Austin. Maybe H-E-B here, everything's better. <laughs> H-E-B. <laughs> Maybe they could be the next company. I wonder if they're in the top 250. They, they've got to be. they got to be. 250? You'd think. Come on, Texas. Yeah. I'm already, it's actually, it always cracks me up. We're starting to see like those delivery robots going down the streets of downtown Austin. Yeah. And they're always accompanied by somebody on a scooter, I guess, just following them, making sure that they're going, you know, to the right place. Oh, but yeah. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen that? Oh, no. always gets always gets a laugh out of me. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Okay. For our third story on this week's dose, we have Bobby, which just raised a $70 million Series C and acquired Nature's One, which is a 26-year-old pediatric nutrition company. This round was led by Power Plan Partners, and they were joined by several of Bobby's existing investors. It's a lot of money to put into baby food. Yeah, let's get into it. Uh, with this move, Bobby, an organic infant formula company, has end-to-end -end control over formula manufacturing through a new facility, which will increase output to three times its volumes previously. 
So awesome investment there in, in, in that end-to-end process. And this comes one year after a nationwide infant formula shortage caused by supply chain issues. Now, I feel like you and I are in between the generations that have infants, right? right? We don't have, you know, our, our cousins and our siblings and ourselves, we don't have babies just yet. We don't have cousins that age either. I, I will say, speaking for myself, right. we're kind of caught between it. So I wasn't aware of this mm-hmm. nationwide infant formula shortage. But you know, I'm not surprised to hear it. So, uh, a big, a big time move by this company to act on that and and take a big step in the right direction. Yeah, I'd say, like you said, we were certainly impervious to this nationwide <laughs> shortage uh, that that occurred over the past couple of years. But we love learning new things, right? And hopefully, some of our listeners out here might be able to uh, relate and check out what Bobby's up to because yeah. we have some exciting and explosive metrics to highlight. So, first of all, just to give a lay of the land. The U.S. infant formula market is poised to reach $6.8 billion by 2030. That's a lot of babies. A lot of babies, <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, more specifically to Bobby, they grew 394% year over year, reaching $100 million in revenue and over 100 employees. And this year over year growth comparatively is six times faster than the rest of the infant formula market. So they are disrupting the market and already you know, making their name be known. Yeah. And I got to say a hundred million dollars in revenue with, you know, in the range of the hundred to 200 employees, that's impressive. Like that, that's a lean operation. Mm-hmm. Um, and clearly they're, they're doing something different. Their formula launched at target during the formula shortage and became the first and only U S manufactured infant formula to get on national retailer shelves during that time. That's crazy. I mean, does that mean I didn't, you know, I didn't see if that meant that there's foreign manufactured infant formulas that that were, or if it was just, you know, if it was just they were the only ones. Yeah, I believe it was the the shortage was caused by supply chain issues, which leads me to believe that it's you know they're outsourcing from across the world these this infant formula. So I think that this is Bobby bringing it to the U.S. manufacturing zone, getting it bring it home, <laughs> bring bring it home, <laughs> feed our babies. <laughs> I love it. So a little bit more on Nature's One, which, lest we forget, was part of this announcement. They, they were acquired by Bobby. Nature's One was founded in 1997, so they're as old as you and I, by a man named Jay Hyman. And they were traditionally a toddler formula maker, different than the infant formula market. Uh, but in October 2022, probably in light of this infant food shortage that we've highlighted, the company received U.S. FDA approval for a line of organic infant formula, and lo and behold, they entered the scene. Yeah, I mean, you and I love a good U.S. FDA approval. And so oh. that that was, <laughs> and I'm sure they were loving this too over, over at Nature's One. And there's probably a lot of synergies, you know, bringing them into the Bobby brand. And it'll be interesting to see how they sort of blend all that together and, and make good use of those new assets, connections, manufacturing, I'm sure. Uh, a baby formula company. I didn't think we'd ever see that in the venture news, but it caught our attention and, and we certainly wanted to cover it. A, a new type of company for Venture Pill for sure. Yeah, great diversification to the pill folio. And mm. I mean, the numbers we've mentioned here, $6.8 billion market, $70 million Series C. These aren't just no numbers. Yeah, these are no joke. These yeah. aren't just numbers that go over your head. Those are attention. Those are headline grabbing numbers. So Excited to see what Bobby has in store here, and hopefully they keep ramping up the output of infant formula. 
Yeah, I, I, I would say I'd like to try their formula, but <laughs> I, I'm allergic to dairy, which is that's how I was, how they found out. My parents found out that I was allergic to Jeez. dairy. It was They gave me baby formula. I guess I had a terrible reaction to it. So I hope if there's any li- anybody listening from Bobby over there, I hope you got some dairy-free versions because, you know, I want to try it out. <laughs> it's been a while since I tried baby formula. <laughs> It's the perfect midnight snack, honestly. <laughs> Just straight nutrients. <laughs> you don't even have to put your mouth or teeth through any work. It's just no no chewing or processing required. Yeah, I mean, the greatest fitness influencers out there are doing baby baby formula, <laughs> protein powder. Baby workouts. Amino acids, <laughs> pre-workout. <laughs> yeah, but jokes aside, uh, a, a massive Series C there, the acquisition of a, of a long-standing company, so a, a really unique situation here. Glad we were able to cover it. Agreed. And with that, I think we're ready to tie the knot on this week's dose, a nice diverse spread of startups that we covered, which we always like to do. And uh, as always, thank you all for listening. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. You name the social media platform, we're on it. Uh, so we've been loving the engagement recently. Please keep it up. Thank you as always. And until next time, partners. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Join us next week for another dose of startups and venture capital. And as always, we appreciate our pilgrims spreading the word about the show. Share with your friends and help someone else make the pilgrimage. See you next time. She told me that she only bumps my music when she's lonely. Thinks my vibe's a little low-key, okie-dokie, that's alright, but wait, I don't know how to do things differently. The views, statements, and opinions expressed herein by the hosts and their guests are their own, and their appearance on the podcast should not be construed as reflecting the views or implied endorsement of Independent Brokered Solutions, LLC, or any of its officers, employees, or agents. The statements made herein should not be considered an investment opinion, advice, or recommendation regarding securities of any company. This podcast is produced solely for informational purposes and is not to be construed as an offer to sell or the solicitation of an offer to buy a security.